And then it has taught us that after receiving of the Spirit or of the Holy Ghost, we must be led. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Amen. I want to be led by the Holy Ghost. How about you? Not just in life, but in every service. And even in this place this morning, I want the Holy Ghost to have its way. And we feel to go ahead and let's give this to Brother McCain and the Lord. And let's just see what God does. Amen. In this place. I believe he's going to do something great. How about you? He promised he'd be with us. We're two or three together in his name. He said, I'll be in the midst. I believe he's here. He's here to bless. He's here to heal. He's here to do great, marvelous things. And so let's let the Lord do that. Brother McCain is not a stranger to this pulpit or to this church, but let's give him a good welcome to this pulpit this morning. God bless you, Brother McCain. Praise God. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on. Give God some praise. Jesus, 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 Jesus. God, I run to you this morning. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. What a beautiful, beautiful presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. How blessed, how blessed are the children of the Lord. Amen. Amen. There be those that gather up this morning to bow down before a God of wood or stone that cannot answer a prayer. Amen. That you can't feel or touch. Not moved by the feelings of your infirmities. Amen. We've come into the presence of an almighty God. Amen. Amen. That loves you that cares for you. Amen. Amen. I count it such an honor and a privilege to come today to feel the presence of the Lord. It's been worth my trip just to feel what I have already felt in this house. Amen. Amen. Just to feel the presence of the Lord. Nothing can take the place of it. Nothing can take the place of it. Amen. There's no substitutes to feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I sincerely and humbly ask Bendale Church, don't lose what you are feeling here in this house. Amen. Don't ever get too big to worship God. Amen. Don't ever get too big to humble yourself before God and just just realize in a service like what I'm feeling right now how important it is that we depend on God. Amen. 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 Counted an honor and a privilege to come today. And I love Brother and Sister Moore and their family. I love this church family. Sure counted an honor to come. And I, I feel the Holy Ghost in coming. And uh, I believe that God's going to do some things for somebody this morning. A lot of times we just want God to do things for us when we really need God to do things to us. Hallelujah. Amen. We need God to do things to us. Change, change things in us. And I feel led this morning to try to do something that I don't normally do 
I want to try to teach, and it's hard for me to gear down. Uh, those of you that know me, it's hard to get in that low gear. But um, I want to try to teach for a few minutes this morning and dispel some things that I feel uh, has moved into our churches throughout the land. Amen. Um, I want to talk about fear. Fear. There's a good fear. There's a good fear. And there's a bad fear. Amen. That good fear should keep us in reverence in the house of the Lord. It should keep us from chewing gum and balancing checkbooks and clipping fingernails and it should put a reverence when we walk into the presence, what we feel this morning. Amen. But there is a bad fear that the devil tries to instill in the hearts and the minds of the people, and I want to dispel that fear this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. How many is going to help us? Brother, you got your Bible? I need, I need two readers. You got your Bible this morning? Amen. We're going we're gonna to cover some scripture, and I, if you like the Word of God, you're going to like this this morning. And I want you, some of you is living in fear. Some of you are living in fear, and you, need, you can't live like that. The church can't operate like that. Amen. It's the truth. You better believe it. It's the truth. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to go to a reading of the Word, I want to start in the book of Genesis, chapter 26, in the book of Genesis. We want to talk about Isaac for a few minutes. And um, I want to preach this morning or teach on the seven, everybody say seven, seven fear nots of God. The Bible, in the Bible, there are seven, seven categories that God tells us to fear not. Seven famous fear nots. And I want to try to teach on the seven fear nots of God. Amen. Amen. The old preacher that I first went to, uh, whenever I felt a calling to preach, Told him, I said, what do I need to do? He said, well, tell them, tell them what you're going to tell them. Then tell them. Then tell them what you told them. So I'm telling you what I'm going to tell you. And then we're fixing to tell you. When we get through, we'll tell you what we told you. Hallelujah. In the book of Genesis, chapter 26, let's go to verse 18. Lord, if you'll get Numbers 21 and 34 and hold that for me. Brother, if you'll get Judges 6, 22 and 23 and hold that for me. Genesis chapter 26, verse 18. And Isaac, everybody say Isaac. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. 
And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove for that also, and he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well, for that they strove not, and he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now the Lord hath made room for us. We shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up from thence to Beersheba. Listen carefully to verse 24. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not. Everybody say, fear not. For I am with thee. I will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Hallelujah. And he built an altar there called upon the name of the Lord, pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants digged a well. Could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on this service? God, as we humble ourselves before you as your creation, we ask you to open every heart and soul and mind in this place to have an understanding of thy word that is fixing to come forth. As you bless Brother McKean in this place this morning with your anointing, anoint him, God. Use him as a vessel and a tool of yours. Anoint us to hear it, to receive an understanding and obedience unto it. As we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise in this house, do your work and let your purpose be fulfilled in this service. And every man, woman, boy, and girl, through and by the name of Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. Come on now. If we want God to give us his best, we need to give God our best. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands one more time unto the Lord. Righteous God of heaven, as we come into this house and into your presence, God, we invite you, Lord, to come down, walk these aisles, speak to the hearts, the minds of the people, Lord, in this house. God, let to you be the glory, God, for everything. God, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen, heal, save, and deliver. And the church shouted amen. Give the Lord one more good hand and clap of praise. Oh, I feel churchy this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the Lord appeared unto Isaac the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee. Amen. The very first of the seven fear nots is fear not, I am with thee. Hallelujah. This is a journey of life, amen, that we are traveling on today, this road of life. And, and it can be victorious for us. Praise the Lord. 
I know that there's a lot today that are struggling along the road of life and living for God. Amen. But God does not intend for us to uh, uh, totter on the edge of, of in or out, but God desires for us, uh, amen, to be steadfast in the house of the Lord, steadfast in the Word of God. And that's where our strength is today, is in the Word of God. And I want, uh, I want to back up on this story for just a little bit. Uh, amen. Isaac lived in the shadow of his father Abraham. And Isaac, uh, he did not attain to Abraham. There was no accomplishments in his life like there was in his father Abraham. And we found that Isaac just lived in the shadow of that. And, and he, was trying, he was trying to feel the steps of Abraham. But he realized on the inside of him that, that uh, he would never be an Abraham. He realized that about the best that he could do uh, was go back and try to dig some of his daddy's wells out. Uh, and he tried that and the enemy came and took it away. Uh, and, and there he was. There was there was insecurity in his life. Uh, he never did believe that God could be the same to him uh, like he was to Abraham. But now we find that he goes down in the valley and for the very first time he digs a well for himself. Uh, amen. And the scripture said in the same night that he dug that well, the Lord appeared unto him. And he said, fear not Isaac. Amen. He said, as I was with Abraham, so I will be with you somewhere in life. I said, somewhere in this walk with God, you got to learn how to dig a well for yourself. You're going to have to learn to pray until you pray through. You're going to have to learn to, you can't live off of grandma's shout and grandpa's prayer life but you gotta get it for yourself and God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing in your life it's alright Isaac it's alright that you're not an Abraham I want you to know something if you'll just do what you can do I'm still gonna be your God I'll still do for you the same things I did for Abraham Hallelujah. And there's a lot of times we come into the presence of the Lord. And because we're not the preacher or we're not the song leader or we're not the musician, we say, well, we're just a nothing and a nobody. I come to preach to you this morning. God didn't save nothings and nobodies. God, you are somebody in the eyes of God. And the blessings of God will flow in your life. Hallelujah. We got a tremendous promise here. He said, fear not, for I am with thee. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be with you just when you're, when you're at your best. I'm going to be with you when you're at your worst. I'm going to be with you on good days. I'm going to be with you on bad days. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some bad days. Amen. You may not live for God as long as I have, but there's going to be some bad days. But he's still going to be God. He's still going to be by your side. He's still going to be that rock that we can run to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Amen. There's some fear. I said there's some fear that I've already talked about this morning. I believe that we need something on the inside of us. Brother, there's a fear in me. I don't want to go to hell. I'm telling you whatever it takes. Amen. I don't want to go to hell, Brother Moore. And there's a fear that's put down on the inside of me about a red hot belch in hell. Amen. That somebody's going to spend eternity in. I don't want to go there. I said I don't want to go. There's a fear on the inside of me about hell. But if the devil can ever put fear in your life that God is against you and that God gets up every morning trying to figure a way to get you out of church or try to destroy you. That's a lie that's hatched out of the pits of hell. You need to put that fear under your feet. I said God said he would always be with you. Hallelujah. Fear not, for I am with thee. Hallelujah. And the next part of that scripture said, and I will bless thee. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, God said he will bless you. Hallelujah. Give me a penny. Somebody got a penny? Hallelujah. Thank you. I saw all I want is a penny. You see that right there? A lot of us think we got to be Pentecostals, amen, to make heaven. I got news for you, amen. God said, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive it all. Amen, he said, I'm not only going to be with you, I'm going to bless you. Hallelujah. That old misconception. Amen. They some think they got to have four different color hubcaps. Amen. To pull up in front of an apostolic church. I'm telling you, God said, I will be with you. I will bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, run, devil, run. I'm going to tear your playhouse up this morning. I'm just telling somebody that God is with you. I said God is with you. And it's God's perfect desire to pour blessings out in your life. Brother McCain, we're living in recession. No, we're living in the last days. I said we're living in the last days. When God said I shall pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, there's going to be Holy Ghost revival, and God's going to take care of the church. Hallelujah. Brother McCain, tell me how my windows is stuck. Tell me how to open those windows. I Thank you, I will. Hallelujah. You still in that Genesis 26? Hallelujah. Some of you need to write these scriptures down. Amen. Get rid of that fear. Amen. Brother, can I use you and your wife for example? I believe you crazy about that little darling sitting right there. And I believe that she is crazy about you. Do you want her living with you because she's scared of you? Or do you want her living with you because she loves you? 
Can I tell you something? God's not looking for somebody. Amen. To follow after him because he's holding a sword up over them. Amen. Waiting to destroy them. But God's looking for a bride. Amen. That loves him because of Calvary. God's looking for a bride. Amen. That'll follow after him. Amen. Because of love. Amen. Because of mercy. Because of the grace of God. I'm telling you, I'm not serving him out of fear of God. I'm serving him because I love him. I'm serving him because he is with me. Hallelujah. And I will bless thee. Verse 12, chapter 26. I'm going to show you how to get blessed. Then Isaac sowed in that land. <laughs> and he received in the same year. How much? A hundredfold. Amen. Can you get that on your, D, on your, on your, on your uh, CDs? Can you get it on that? Amen. Can you get it on your savings and loan company? Amen. Can you get it on the stock market? Uh, no, you can't, but you can get it in God. Amen. Can I tell you what he did? Uh, he didn't sow in one place and reap in another, but brother, he stayed put. Uh, amen. He stayed put. Uh, he stayed through the good times. Uh, he stayed through the bad times. Uh, I'm just telling you something. Uh, if you want the blessings of God, stay with the church. Stay with the preacher. Sow him this land. Reap him this land. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to bless you. Amen. You can't plant a garden and move off from it and expect to reap out of that garden. Now, if the ground ain't no good and you plant it there long enough, better move your spot. Amen. You're doing something wrong. And I'm just telling you, if you want, oh, I know, I know I hear it all the time. Brother McCain, I feel like God's calling me to go well yonder and do this and do that. I said, well, what have you done here? What have you done here? I said, have you fulfilled what God's wanted you to do here? Well, I feel like I'm not being blessed because I'm, uh, that's right, you ain't doing nothing. Amen, but if you'll do something, I said if you'll do something in the place where God has put you, if you'll learn to sow in this land, you will reap in this land. I'm telling you, God said, I'll be with you and I will bless you and I will multiply thy seed. Amen, just like I did for Abraham. It's all right that you're not an Abraham. It's all right that you're not the a preacher. It's all right you're not the song leader. It's all right you're not the Sunday school teacher. I'm telling you, God is with you. I said God is with you and God will bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we still in the book? Tell them where you're at. Read for me. Read for me. And the Lord said unto Moses, fear him not. Hallelujah. Hold it right there. Some of you this morning, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Amen. That you're working in situations. You're working in situations. Amen. That people 
People are opposed to you being holiness. Uh, amen. They're opposed to you, uh, amen, being apostolic. And they might have even rose up against, uh, against you. I'm just telling you this morning, I wouldn't trade places with that man or that woman, amen, for all the wealth in the world. God's fixing to fight your battle for you. I said God is with you. The scripture said fear not, neither be afraid, for I am with you. Hallelujah. I'm just telling somebody today, God's fixing to go to war for somebody in this church. He said, fear not, Moses. Read the rest of it. Start over. Start over. And the Lord said unto Moses, fear him not, for I have delivered him. Stand up, brother. The Holy Ghost just spoke to me. Hallelujah. Amen. They, there's been opposition. I'm talking about outside the church, not, not from within. There'll always be some from within. But there's been opposition from the outside. Amen. This is for you. God just spoke to me. This is for you this morning. Hell, read it now, brother. Read it. Fear him not, for I have delivered him into thy hands. And all of his people. Whoa. I'm just telling you what God's fixing to do. Just hold your peace. I said hold your peace. And let God fight your battle. God's going to deliver him into your hand. God's going to deliver his people into your hand. God's going to. Whoa. Hallelujah. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. God is with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to deliver all of his people into your hands and his land. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you something. Fear not, brother. Amen. God ain't changed. Hallelujah. Amen. The same God that has fought your battles in the past is fixing to fight that battle for you right now. Oh, somebody give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. I'm telling you there is victory in this house. There's revival in this house. Amen. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Hallelujah. God don't intend for us to wake up every morning and tremble and not be able to face a day. I'm just going to tell you there are no nervous breakdowns in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a fear tactic that is hatched out of hell. Amen. That's of the devil. God said, fear not, for I am with thee. Hallelujah. Better make room for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read for me, brother. Praise God. In the book of Judges, 6th chapter, verses 22 and 23. Somebody in here needs to hear this. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O oh Lord God, for because I've seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Listen now, peace be unto thee, fear not, 
fear not. Thou shalt not die. Amen. Can I tell you something? Due to the pressure of the world, amen, the, the gifts of the Spirit have almost ceased in the house of the Lord. Amen. Due to the pressures, amen, of the world and due to those that have misused it and abused it. But I'm telling you what God's calling in this hour. Amen. God's calling some Gideons. Amen. That dares. Amen. To step into another realm with God. Amen. God's calling somebody that's willing to step out by faith and say God here am I use me and God saying fear not fear not just go ahead fear not or oh, somebody needs to get a hold of it there's some vessels of God that has been setting down too long you're scared amen the devil's put fear in you of being used of God you need to step into that spiritual realm amen Amen. You say, well, they'll destroy me. They cannot destroy you. He said, fear not. You're not going to die. Amen. Can I tell you something? Sis, they tried to destroy us for some 20-something years. Amen. Can I tell you, we're still prophesying. And God's still, still hitting on the head every time. Amen. They try to come with pressures of the world that don't bother me. I'm telling somebody, fear not. Devil's trying to hold things over your head and say you're not worthy to be used of God. I'm telling you something. Step into that spiritual realm. Step into that spiritual realm. Hallelujah. You're not going to die. But you're going to live. Hallelujah. Praise God. Fear not. The first one. Fear not. For I am with thee. Let me move along. First Kings 17, verses 12 through 14. The second, fear not. Anybody in here, I believe I'm preaching to a very honest church, honest visitors. Anybody in here, feel like you've ever been in a straight. Now we call a straight, not just a straightaway, but you ever been in a in a straight in, in hard times? Just McCain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you ever been to the point, maybe some of you were unemployed or work just played out? The second, fear not, is fear not. God will always supply your needs in the time of famine. The child of God don't need to wake up chewing their fingernails off in the morning time, worrying about how the bills is going to get paid. Hallelujah. I'm telling you something. If you're willing to work, <laughs> hallelujah, amen. God's going to always provide in the time of famine. Hallelujah. Read for me, brother. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the crews of oil fail. Back up. 
Back up. Let's go back. Let's back up a little bit on this. Go back to, are you about the 12th verse? This is where I want to go. And she said, this is that little widow woman of Zarephath, city of Zidon. It looked very bad for her. And she said, read. As the Lord thy God liveth, I don't have a cake in my house. All I've got, I want you to listen to what she had. All I've got is just a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. I've gathered two sticks. Look at her outlook on life, apostolic. I've gathered two sticks that I might go in and dress it. That we may eat it and die. I'm telling you, my God's bigger than that. My God is bigger than that. Hallelujah. My God is bigger than that. Somebody needs to say it to yourself. My God is bigger than that. Amen. Preaching in a place just the other night. I didn't know it, but there was a young couple. God knew it. Amen, a young couple sitting on the front row. I just, I just bold enough in the Holy Ghost. God spoke to me to tell them. I went right there to them and I told them. I said, God said to tell you, amen, that, that it's on the way. Hallelujah. And God's not going to be late and God's not going to fail you and God's going to be an on-time God and God will meet the need. And God said his, his supply house is bigger than your needs and the miracle is bigger than your needs. And brother, they began to shout and they begin to dance and the preacher caught me by the arm he said brother I hope you know what you're talking about I said well ask God it was God that said it not me I'm telling you something you gotta have faith to believe that God is gonna be with you hallelujah Told me at church, he said, well, they're fixing foreclose on their house tomorrow. I said, well, tell them don't move nothing out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, call me in the morning. Tell me how it happened. And he did. Brother, he was shouting the victory. He said, first, I want to apologize. Amen. He said, for having a lack of faith. Amen. And the second thing I want to tell you uh, is that God gave them a miracle. Uh, amen. God gave them a miracle. I just want you to know something. God took care of it for them. And it was the hand of God. God will be with you. I said, God will be with you. Fear not. God's going to be your supplier in the time of famine. Our outlook on life needs to be bigger than we're just going to live a life of fear and die. Hallelujah. But there was a preacher just stepped into the room. Read for me. You can be seated. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, read for me, brother. Go and do just like you said on the first part. 
But he said, you make me the first cake. I'm telling you, if you'll keep God first, there'll always be meal in the barrel. Amen. If you'll keep God first, there'll always be all in the cruise. Amen. Thank God for the preacher. Amen. That's got enough boldness to tell you, amen, that you got to keep God first. Amen. And God will never forsake you. God's never going to fail you. God's never going to fall short. But God's always going to be a supplier in the time of faith. I can remember when me and Sister McCain first got married and, and, and Sister, we didn't have nothing and we still got most of it. Hallelujah. Some of y'all will get it next week. We lived in a trailer right across in a field there right across from the church and uh, We got our payday, and it was the exact amount that I needed to pay my trailer note and my truck note. I mean, almost to the dollar. It was the exact amount. And the wife said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to do what I told God I was going to do. I'm going to pay my tithes, and the rest of it's up to God. I will tell you, there was a little of this going on. But somewhere you're going to have to step out by faith. And I'm telling you, we, we paid those. We went to Sunday school that Sunday morning, and we paid those tithes. And I went down in a little basement there, same little basement where God called me to preach. I buried my face down on that concrete floor. And I said, now, God, I've done my part. And, God, I'm expecting you to do yours. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you today, amen, you hadn't got to be an Abraham for God to walk hand in hand with you. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I see these little pictures on the wall. I've read these little deals, amen, about the, the two uh, sets of footprints in the sand well I got news for you if you ever see a picture of McCain they won't never be but one set of footprints in the sand God has carried me from the time I was born all the way through I'm nothing and a nobody without God but I'm not going to be without God hallelujah very few times has God put me down to let me walk Hallelujah. God has carried me. And I'm just telling you, somebody in here today, God's carrying you. And God hadn't brought you this far to throw you down. And God hadn't brought you this far to let you be lost. Hallelujah. Amen. But God's going to fill your needs in the time of famine. Hallelujah. And I was praying and I said, God, I've done my part. You do yours. Wife, was, she was praying in that with me. We got up and we went back across the road to that trailer. It wasn't locked. Wasn't, wasn't no need to lock it. There wasn't nothing in there nobody wanted. Hallelujah. Y'all think I'm, I am not kidding you. Hallelujah. And there on that table, there was, there was a, a glass sitting on the table. When I walked in the door, there was a glass sitting on the table, and I saw a, saw a note sitting under it. And an aunt of mine from Alexandria, she said, I'm passing through this way, found out where you lived. I didn't get to make your uh, wedding, didn't get to get you a gift. One of them old maid ancient had plenty of money. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Said, I just thought I'd leave you a little token of love. And automatically I looked under that note. If you're so in the land, I will give you a hundredfold. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just telling you something. God didn't just take care of that note, but he took care of note after note after note after note. Amen. God will be with you. God will supply for you. In the time of famine, God's going to be there for you. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you about a little miracle. Everybody say Dasani. Good stuff. Hallelujah. 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 Do you believe in miracles? I'm going to tell it to you whether you do or not. Amen. Because this happened to me just a few weeks ago. Uh, I was going in. Anybody ever heard of Old River Management Area? Anybody know where it's at? 15,000 acres of wilderness. I'm talking about nothing but just waterways and swamp and bayou. And, and uh, I needed to get away. So I told my wife, I said, I'm going to Old River in the morning to hunt. And I said, I won't be out till late tomorrow night. She said, okay. So I went in and I was packing, I was packing a, a climbing stand, a folding chair, a backpack with uh, survival stuff in it. And I had an apple to eat and I had a, about this much water in a bottle that Dasani water I was loaded and a gun <laughs> I wasn't just sightseeing Hallelujah. and I went in there got there early before 5 o'clock walked about two and a half miles into a little bottleneck that I'd found on the GPS I set up and I hunted to about 10 o'clock in the morning and I never did get down to no intercessory prayer brother but it was just God, I thank you for the daylight. I thank you for the sunrise. God, I thank you, Lord, for health and strength. And God, I thank you that you allowed me to wake clothed in my right mind. God, with that desire to press on and to live for you, to preach this truth. And it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't what I call a hardcore prayer meeting, but it was just meditation with, with God. Just, and I hunted until about 10 o'clock, and I got down, and... Uh, I walked for a mile or so, mile and a half, scouting, and I decided I was going to do that apple in, Brother Moore. So about 12 o'clock, I sat down and I ate that apple. I just felt life was so good. I thank God again. I just began to thank God for everything. And I had told somebody a couple of days before, somebody had, oh, it was a preacher that I was preaching for. He said, what kind of bottled water do you like the best? I said, man, I believe that Dasani water is the best that there is. Now, whether it is, it, that ain't no big deal. But God heard me say what I thought was the best. And there I was. I ate that apple about 12. And I, I drank all that water except about this much. And I said, it's a long time to dark. I said, I'm going to save me about that much water in that bottle. And I did. I saved it for about 10 minutes. I kept looking at that drink of water. I'm telling you, I was like a wino looking at a liquor store. <laughs> I got the licking my lips, Brother Marshall. I said, little drink of water, I'm fixing to do you in. And I turned it up till it was gone. And I said, all right, I just had to tough it out from now to dark. And I hit the ground just scouting and walked several miles. I was, it was hot that afternoon. It was, it was 
got warmed up and I shedded that stand and and uh, just went with a chair in that backpack and about 3.30, very, very much on the interior of that where nobody had been, just crossed logs on bayous and just, just went back in there. Found an old skitter road from right around the turn of the century where they'd cut the hardwood out of that swamp. And I found that old skitter road and I, I looked and saw the, all the deer sign. I said, man, this is a place right here. And I took that little old folding chair and I set it down on the side of the road and kind of settled it in like that and I got there and I sat in that little folding chair and I looked to the left I was going to see what I needed to trim out of the way and there was two branches that was hanging over and as I was marking those just in my mind I said I need to cut those branches and I licked my lips brother and I said God I said I am so dry I didn't pray. I didn't ask for anything. I just said, God, I said, I am so dry. And I turned to look back the other way to see what I needed to trim. And there in arm's reach of that chair was not one of them little bottles like I carried in there, but one of those big bottles of Dasani water. It had a $1.79 sticker on top of it. Hallelujah. I got that bottle of water. And I got down and I just got on my knees and I began to pray and speak in tongues. And I said, God, I said, you are so good to me. I said, God, I just told you I was dry. I really wasn't even praying. And God said, if I did it for the prophets of old, why wouldn't I do it for you? If I did it for Elijah, why wouldn't I do it for you? And I took a drink of that water and I, I pulled the cap off of it and automatically four couples came to my mind that I'd preached to and prayed for in the last week. And, and, and I said, God, if you hear in my cry, and God, you know the desires of my heart, I said, it's David did in the cave of Adullam. I offer up this water to you as a sacrifice. And I begin to speak in tongues. Amen. And pour that water out before the Lord. And I call those couples' names in prayer. Amen. Before the Lord. And brother, I had a prayer meeting in that log road. Amen. Back in the middle of the wilderness. I'm telling you, God will meet your needs in the time of famine. Hallelujah. Well, that ain't the half of it. Amen. I, I, those couples, I called their name out. The first couple I called out, brother, they had gave two vehicles. I know this to be a fact. They had won people to church that did not have a way of coming to church, and they gave them their vehicle two different times. They gave them their vehicle where they had a way to come to church. And God had always given them something else. And they had a pretty decent little ride. And the motor went out in it. And, and they called me and they said, Brother McCain, said, you know, said, we gave to God. We gave to, gave to people and, and gave to them. And, and now I said, we don't have a way to even go ourselves. I said, fear not. I said, God's fixing to give you a way to go. Amen. And I call, as I I called their name when I began to pour that water out before the Lord. Uh, that was the first couple that I called. Uh, and, and, and the second couple I called, it was a good little couple. Uh, amen. And, and they had just ran out of work, brother. Amen. 
pressure from, from, from workers and incoming workers, and they were just out of jobs. And, and they said, Brother, you know we'll work. Said, we just, there's just not anything out there. And, and our, their, their partner by trade. Uh, and he said, there's just not anything there right now. And, and we're on hard times. Uh, and I told him, I said, fear not. I said, God is going to move for you. Uh, amen. God's going to prove himself to you. Uh, and the third couple. Amen. There were a little couple that had, had a stillborn baby uh, two weeks prior to that. Uh, and they just felt such guilt. The woman felt like a lot of it was her fault. Uh, and I'd already preached to them and ministered to them uh, and told them that God, amen, was the giver of life and the taker of life. Uh, but I told God that day, I said, God, uh, I said, you send somebody else to them. Uh, amen. That don't know them and never been in there. And you let them minister them. Hallelujah. And the fourth couple uh, was a couple out of Brother Seymour's church. Uh, amen. That had been trying to have a little baby for a long time. Uh, and they never could have one. Uh, that first couple that I prayed for, it was at 3.30. I was pouring that out before the Lord. Uh, and at 4.30, my phone started blinking. Uh, and I looked at that number. It was that first couple. But I didn't answer it. I was looking for something. I said, I'll call them after dark. I know what's happening. I'll call them after dark. Hallelujah. I called them back. After dark, heading out of there, I called them back. They were crying, brother. They, they were crying. They said, Brother McCain, you know what we ask you to preach about? I said, yeah. I'll pray about it. I said, yeah. They said, well, these are relatives. said, we don't even hardly know them. And said they had died months ago. And we went to Texas over there to a funeral. And, and somebody saw us there. And, and through all of that, make a long story short, brother, they got a check in the mail. And he said at 4.30 this afternoon when I called you, he said we drove off in a four-door Tundra. Amen. Loaded to the max. The 08 model. I'm just telling you something. Amen. God will supply in the time of famine. Amen. God is with you. Fear not. I said God is with you. That second couple that had been out of work Sunday morning as I was on the road to preach, my phone rung. And that young couple on the phone crying and said, Brother McCain, guess what? This morning before we even got dressed for church, three different contractors called, said, we want you to go to work in the morning. We're not even going to take another bid. Just turn in something. You got the job. I'm telling you, God is bigger than the famine. Fear not. God is big enough to supply your needs hallelujah that Sunday night traveling home amen the pastor of that church called me he said you know that young couple that lost that I said yeah he said I had a visiting preacher here today never been here did not know him and he said he just walked back there in the Holy Ghost and he said, laid his hands on him and began to tell him. He said, he said, God, only God is the giver of life and the taker of life. Hallelujah. And he said, he began to minister to him. And he said, brother, it just brought the healing balm of Gilead to him. And he said, they're going to be all right. And he, this pastor was crying. He said, they're going to be all right. And I told him, I said, fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. Fear not. God is bigger. Amen. Than anything else. If we 
you'll just trust in God. And Monday morning, somewhere between 9.30 and 10 o'clock, amen, this man from Gulfport, he called on the phone, and he, I thought he had been in a wreck. He kind of drives crazy, but he was he was crying. And he said, Brother McCain, he said, my wife just walked out of the doctor's office. And guess what? I said, there ain't no guesswork to it. I said, she is. He said, she is. He said, she's expecting a child. God is big enough. God is big enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God can do all of that, amen, because of offering up a bottle of water, amen, what can God do if we'll offer up ourselves unto him as a sacrifice of praise? Amen, what can we do if we'll dispel the fear? God, you're always going to be with me. God, when I'm doing, oh, run, devil, run. I'm just telling you, God's going to be with you. Amen, whether you're right, amen, God's going to be with you. Amen, if you stump your toe or snag your knee, God is still with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it. Hallelujah. I know I've told you many times. Hallelujah. But my little old girls, they were my girls. I'm telling you, don't ask me to pick up your young one when it's got 10-pound diaper on these 15 pounds in it. But if it's my youngin' that made the mess, it's different. And I want you to know something. God don't get rid of us because of the messes that we make. God don't get rid of us when we burn the barn down. Hallelujah. God's bigger than that. There's been times when they were, those babies were powdered and all up with that baby. I'm telling you, I could just smooch on them from one end to the other. And then all of a sudden, my arm wasn't long enough. And I called for mama. Well, I want you to know, this is their mama. This church. Amen. The church don't throw them away just because they're in a mess. We clean them up. We clean them up. And we clean them up. And we clean them up. And we clean them up. Amen, until they can clean their self up. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you something, my girls? I smooched on all of them again last night. Amen. But they did, they wasn't in no mess. They got little ones of their own now. If we'll see them come in during revival and we'll love them and clean them up through all of the messes in life. Amen. Guess what? God will clean you up through all of your messes. The same way that you look at a man in trouble is the way that God's going to look at you when you're in trouble. Fear not. He's our supplier. He'll supply our needs in the time of famine. Hallelujah. But you got to have a preacher in there. Now the preacher's what made all the difference in that little woman's life. He was the difference between life and death for her. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach except they be sent of God? Stay with your preacher. Stay with the man of God. Stay with the preacher. Hallelujah. Whatever paths this preacher leads you in, you may not see it. Stay with your man of God. Amen. The children of Israel, some three million plus, 
They didn't see the direction that Moses was taking them. But God did. God did. Hallelujah. What did the scripture say? Moses moved with fear. Not by fear. Hallelujah. He didn't move because he was scared of God. He moved because he loved God. Hallelujah. He loved him. There's some that's going to follow after him for the loaves and the fishes. And there's some going to follow after him because of Calvary. God's big enough to supply your needs in the time of famine. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Second Kings 6, 15 through 17. Third, fear not. God will be our protection in perilous times. Does anybody know we're living in perilous times? We are. I can remember the time that my wife and girls could take a flashlight and for exercise they could walk the roads around our community. They could take a flashlight. It didn't matter if it was before daylight or after dark. There wasn't nothing, no harm. They can't do that now. We're living in perilous times. But even in perilous times, God don't want us to live every day of our life in fear. God don't want our house to become a prison that we just lock ourselves up in a shell and we're scared to do anything. We're scared. God don't intend for us to live in that kind of fear. God will protect us in perilous times. Read for me. And when the servant of the man of God, he had risen early and gone forth, behold, the host of the Syrian army had encamped around the city of Dothan with horses and chariots, and they were after the man of God. And the servant now runs back to the man of God. And I said, Alas, how shall we do? <laughs> he was nervous. If I'd have been there, you know, the, the right thing would have been said, What shall we do? But he was scared, brother. How shall we do? He was either scared or he had a lot of confidence in his preacher. Amen. How shall we do? Can I tell you something? The prophet didn't get nervous. Tell him what he said. And the prophet answered, Fear not. Now I'm just telling you, when you're looking, when you're looking all the way around you and it is solid with chariots and horses and a Syrian army, that's after your hide. And you're looking all the way around. And there ain't nobody there but just you and the preacher. Brother, he had reason to be concerned. But the preacher said, fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Hallelujah. 
I'm telling you something. If you could see with a spiritual eye this morning, amen, that the angels of the Lord encamp around them, amen, that fear him. Amen. No, it's not the kind of fear that God's going to destroy you every day of your life. It's that holy reverence, amen, that we, when we step into the presence of an almighty God, amen, that we know, amen, we know we're not at Walmart, amen, we know we're not at the drugstore, we know we're not at the fish house, we have stepped into the church of the living God, hallelujah, amen, the angels of the Lord are encamped around this place, there's somebody needs to dispel that fear, amen, get on with life, we are living in perilous times, but God's going to watch over his children in perilous times, hallelujah, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. The angels, I call mine goodness and mercy. Hallelujah. The angels of the Lord shall encamp around us. And goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. When I rise up, they're going to rise up. Amen. Amen. If I'm in a perilous situation, they're going to be my protector. Amen. Every time that you get on the highway, Every vehicle you meet, you, you miss a head-on collision by three feet. But we can't let that keep us from traveling. Amen. I've been in places where I don't even know how I got out of it. I just closed my eyes and said, Jesus. And I, all of a sudden, it was just an open path. God is our protector in perilous times. Amen. Amen. We don't need to shut ourselves up in a shell. Amen. We don't need to shut ourselves up in a shell. We're God's children. God opened our eyes spiritually this morning that we can see that God, wherever we go, you're going to be with us. Hallelujah. For I am with thee, and I will bless thee. Number four, book of Isaiah, Brother Moore, chapter 41, verses 10 through 14, Nehemiah 8 and 10. Number four, God will be our strength. Fear not, God will be our strength in times of weakness. Does anybody in here ever feel like you've been a little bit less than what God wanted you to be? Have you ever felt like you were less than what you wanted to be for God? Have you ever felt like there was a day that you was not quite as strong spiritually as you was on some days? Well, I want you to know God didn't change on those weekdays. God didn't back off from you on your weekdays. God didn't turn his back to you on your weekdays. He said, fear not. I'm going to be your strength in the times of weakness. Telling somebody in here this morning, when you don't know what you're going to do, God already knows what he's going to do. God's going to take you through. 
If God don't keep you from the trial, God will take you through the trial. If God don't move the mountain, God will give you strength to climb it. Hallelujah. He's going to be your strength. Read for me. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. That's the basic. Everything else springs off of that root right there. He said, through everything, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. Now, brother, he was talking to the elect, the seed that was going to be the church. And he was dismayed. That meant he was, he didn't know what to do. He was in trouble. Have you ever been to the place that you just didn't know what to do? Well, I have. And if you live for God long enough, you will be. You're going to be at a place, you'll be like a, a pilot that's got disoriented and he don't know which way he's flying. But God said, fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Now, if he didn't need strengthening, he was weak. It wasn't a good day. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Everybody say uphold. I'm telling you, I know I preach about my girls a lot, but it's a, it's a wonder their arms ain't three times long as their legs. Everybody was holding them up, trying to get them to walk. They was, I said, leave them alone. I said, two or three years, they'll learn how to walk. They was trying to get them to walk and to say something. And the next 15, they was trying to get them to sit down and shut up. But they would, they would uphold them because they couldn't walk on their own. God says, when you can't walk on your own, I will uphold you. You're not going to fall. You're not going to fail. The devil's not going to pluck you out of my hand. Amen. I'm going to uphold you. Read for me. All those that were incensed against thee, they're going to be ashamed and confounded. You know, I hear people, can I preach for just a minute? Quit teaching and preach for just a minute. All right. Thank you. I hear people saying, I can't work on that job. There was somebody smoked a cigarette over there. Panty wasted. You need to get you a backbone like a saw log. Amen. I can't work over there. I heard somebody say a cuss word. So what? Amen. That ought, that ought to be more... That ought to be more determination on the inside of you. I'm going to be a light unto the Gentiles. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a pillar, amen, that they're going to see Christ through me. When I went to work on the pipeline back in 1972, amen, it was a rough place to work, brother. They still carried a half pint of liquor in their back pockets. And I just prayed through to the Holy Ghost. They found out I was holiness. Yeah. They, put, they, they pooled their money. $20 was as big as a wagon wheel back then. I'm telling you something, brother. They put $20. 43 men put $20 up, sis. And they said, we'll see. And they did it in front of them. They said, we're going to see who makes him cuss out first in, in, the, in the first year here. Whoever make him cuss out, 
they get the pot. I'm telling you, there's some days I wasn't as strong as I was on others. But God strengthened me. God was my strength. It wasn't easy. Amen. It wasn't easy. You say, well, did you ever do No, I, I got close. I got close. There was one time I did go to a man and I took a little tablet out of my pocket. I said, write your name and number and phone number and address on there. He said, what for? I said, if I ever backslide, I'm going to look you up. That was holy, wasn't it? I wasn't as strong as I needed to be that day. I said, if I ever do cuss out, I'm going to look you up. I said, write your name. He wouldn't write it down. But God said, I'm going to make them ashamed that they have incensed against you. And I'm going to tell you something. At the end of that year, through God's grace and God's strength, Amen. We were still a holiness. Amen. I was, did I stagger? I staggered, stumbled, tore the knees out of my britches. Uh, amen. But God upheld me with his right hand of power. Amen. And one by one, brother, they were ashamed. And one by one, they came to me with their head tucked down and said, uh, I want you to forgive me for what we have done to you this year. And they said, how can I fix it? I said, come go to church with me. And one by one, uh, Amen. We brought them into the house of the Lord. Oh, I'd love to tell you they all got the Holy Ghost, got baptized, and they didn't. Amen. But they did get to hear the word of the Lord. They did get to hear, and they did get an opportunity, amen, to hear the word of God preached. And God raised us up in their sight. I preached their funerals. I preached the funerals of their families because they had confidence Amen, that God was with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said, I will be thy strength. Did you finish that? They shall be as nothing. They that strive with you is going to perish. I'm just telling you, I don't want to be against. I don't want to be against a child of God. Amen, I don't want to be in the shoes of a man that's trying to trying to belittle and bring down and tear down a child of God. Amen. But one by one, God brought them to the whipping block. Amen. Till they were ashamed. Amen. Did I delight in it? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Amen. But whenever they came, I, I gladly accepted their apologies. Hallelujah. Because I realized that, that through that year, amen, how many times did God accept mine? How many times in my heart did I actually fail God that year? But it never got as far as my mouth. How many times did God say, I'm going to be your strength. I'm going to be your help. When you're dismayed, when you don't know what to do, he said, I'm going to be there for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fear not. Fear not. I will be thy strength in weakness. Hallelujah. Nehemiah 8 and 10. Then he said unto them, 
Go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet. Send portions unto them whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Don't be sorry. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. I'm telling you something today. If you'll just get you some more joy in your walk with God. If you need strength, you need more joy. Amen. The fifth, the fifth, fear not. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 3, Brother Moore. Fear not. God is our constant companion in the trials of life. If the devil can ever get you convinced that you're alone, now being lonely is a terrible place to be. Y'all seen little girls walked out before. Don't get cheated on this. Being lonely is a terrible place to be. You can live. You can be around a crowd and still be lonely. God is your constant companion in the trials of life. Somewhere in life, I, I don't know about you, but I have been in, I've been in situations where nothing that my wife could say comforted me. It didn't fix it. But God did. Just the, just the hand of God could fix it. There's going to be some trials in life that you're going to need God to be your companion. Your husband's not going to have the right things to say. Your wife's not going to have, the neighbor's not going to have the right things to say. You're going to need God. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. For I, have redeemed thee. I've called thee by name. <laughs> Brother, I'm telling you something. I woke up in the middle of the night and read that over and over and over and over. And I said, God, I said, you're not paying notes on me. I belong to you. Amen. I tell the devil, I said, now devil, I want you to know something. I've been paid for in full by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. There ain't no way that you can pluck me out of the hands of God. I'm just telling somebody in this house this morning, amen, you think your salvation is so fragile. Amen, that the first time that you have a little bump in the road of life, uh, that God's through with you. That's a lie hatched out of the dirty pits of hell. I said God loves you this morning enough, amen, to keep you through the trial. God loves you enough this morning, and the blood of Calvary is strong enough and powerful enough, amen, to take care of whatever comes your way in life. Hallelujah. I'm your constant companion in life. Hallelujah. Man will fail you. Man won't always have the right thing to say. There's going to be times that you feel so alone and you're going to need God to be your constant companion. Hallelujah. 
constant companion. Fear not. I know I'm running out of time. Fixing a hurry. Number six. Go to Matthew, the 10th chapter, brother. Verse 30 and 31. First Peter. Chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. Number six. Fear not. God overshadows us with care each and every day of our life. We, we think that God's always interested in just the big cases, the big things. We think that God's only interested in, in the real big things in our life and that we have to sweat out all the little ones by ourselves. Well, I want you to know something. God cares about everything. Everything that goes on in your life. Could I have made it to dark down there in that old river swamp without that? Yeah, I could have. I'm telling you something. I, some of you are going to laugh, but I have took my arm and pushed the slime back off of a hole and drank water out of it. So, I, yeah, I could have made it. They've, you didn't have to walk 100 yards in no direction till you come to a bow. But God just proved himself. Hallelujah. God proved himself. That he cares about us in everyday life. Read for me. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear ye not, therefore... If God can take time every morning to count the hair of your head and God's got time to go to the funeral of every sparrow that falls, I'm telling you something. You need to put the devil under your feet today. God cares about what's going on in your life. God cares about what's happening in your life. Amen. Amen. The devil tries to convince us that God don't care, the preacher don't care, the church don't care. If he ever gets you in that frame of mind, he's won the war. Amen. But if you'll realize, hey, I'm telling you something. I just snagged snag my, God knows all about that. Amen. God knows and he cares. In the book of 1 Peter, read for me. Where are you? Humble yourselves. There's the key to it. Humble yourselves. Humble yourself. Hold it right there. That's hard for a lot of people to do nowadays. Amen. We're living high. We're riding high. Amen. We're living high. Got better than we ever had. I like it. I do. I hope I don't have to go back to them winter fans that the cat can jump through. I like that heater and that air conditioner in that house. I like it where there's not cracks in the floor that I can see the chickens under the house. I've been there. I like it. I like it the way it is now. I like it where when the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour outside, it ain't blowing 15 inside. I like that. But I'm just telling you something. I don't want nothing to get between me and God. Amen. I don't want to get so high that God, that, that, that I forget where all of that come from. God cares for us. He cares for us. Read, brother. 
Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season. Casting, listen, casting all your cares on him. Does anybody know who that him is? Hallelujah. It didn't just say cast the big cases on him. I'm not hearing nothing but murder cases today. I'm not taking nothing but a, adultery and fornication today. Everything else is out. But I'm telling you something. God hears everything. Everything. God hears everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God cares. He said, casting your cares on him far, he careth for you. Hallelujah. You need to realize today, if you're baptized in Jesus' name, amen, if you're blood-bought, if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance, amen, you're a child of the King. Hallelujah. And He cares for you. Amen. God hadn't brought you this far to let you go. Amen. God hadn't brought the church this far to let it falter and fail. But God's going to have a people and a church that is triumphant. Amen. We can live a life of victory. And we can also die a death of victory. The seventh fear not is fear not. There is life beyond the grave. Hallelujah. Book of Revelations. Chapter 1.